return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Praise God. Good to have you here. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming on a Sunday night. God is doing good things. He is doing good things by His Spirit. Tonight, Pastor Randon's got a word for us, so let's welcome him, all right, as he comes to share the good news. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I can't believe it's already close to the end of the year. Yeah. 2020 Vision Encounter, Pastor yeah. Kevin and Cindy, a couple yeah. weeks ago, so, or last week, I think. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'm glad you're all here. You know. Amen. It's, it's a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. I said yep. to, uh, to, to Frank and, and Roger and someone out there earlier before the service, I said, I showed up because I knew the Holy Spirit was going to be here. Yeah. Somebody told me the Holy Spirit was going to be yeah. here tonight. Uh-huh. Amen. And uh, it just really makes me think that uh, it doesn't matter who's the one speaking, right? Uh, it doesn't matter any of that, but it matters yeah. of the one inside of us who's yeah. speaking through us. Amen. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter who takes credit, um, who gets, you know, the Bible says that we're all one body and we're all members in particular, which means that we all serve a certain purpose in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit tonight about the power of the Holy Spirit, how the power of the Holy Spirit is for witnessing, is for furthering the kingdom. Uh, That's the primary responsibility of Christians, uh, you know, throughout all of time. And even now, you know, if, if, if in Paul's days, it was the last days in Paul's days, and it's certainly the last days in our days. Amen? Yeah, that's right. Hallelujah. Well, let's just right. pray first. Father, we thank you. We do. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit living on the inside of us, helping us, Lord, discerning for us. Lord, we thank you for praying for us. Hallelujah. Praying through us, Father. We thank you that your word goes forth tonight, Father. That your word goes forth and it is absorbed by us in Jesus' name. We thank you that you are here where two or three are gathered together in your name. You are here in the midst. And we thank you for that. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Dave, thank you for the opportunity to come and and, uh, speak tonight. So just a little bit, I've kind of taught in the last four messages just about the Holy Spirit and some different aspects of the Holy Spirit. um, I talked on who the Holy Spirit was, um, being led by the Holy Spirit, um, being a dis- discerner, which we can only discern by the Holy Spirit, amen? Yeah. And then um, tonight I want to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit, yeah. amen? And so just a little review, not a lot, um, just who the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is co-equal, amen, with the Father and the Son. Yes. We know that the Holy Spirit is just like Jesus and the Father were there in the beginning, Amen. In Genesis 1, 1 and 2, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And we see that it's a capital S, and capital S means the Holy Spirit. Amen. The third uh, person of the Godhead. Amen. So 
You know, that the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. So even before, when, when Jesus, when it says that God um, breathed life into Adam, amen, the Holy Spirit was there on God's side saying, yes, let's breathe life into this human being, amen, so that, that we can have a relationship with us. And that's why man was created, amen. Initially, you know, uh, God didn't create man to to win souls initially, amen, because there were no souls to be won. Adam and Eve were perfect creations. God made, you know, everything was perfect, amen, because God said, you know, he created man and he he saw all that he did and it was very good, amen. So man was his most precious creation, amen, And, uh, and breathed life into us. Amen. So we could so we could have that relationship with him. That's what he wants with us. Amen. Wants that relationship. Amen. Amen. And that same Holy Spirit that was there at the beginning now lives on the inside of us. Amen. When we become a believer, that Holy Spirit comes in us. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit was alive and well back then, and he's just as alive and well now. Amen. The Holy Spirit is a he. The Bible says. Uh, the Holy Spirit's a he. He has the attributes of a person, yep. performs the actions that people perform, and we can have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Um, it's easy to see God as on his throne up in heaven and kind of a distance or a separation, but the Bible says when Jesus came to earth, amen, it said, one, we have peace with God, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. But when Jesus died on the cross, Amen. That separation, that veil that was between God and man was was torn apart. Amen. Right. Amen. And there was no longer any separation yeah. between God and man. And, and it says that the wrath was, um, basically God took his wrath out on sin, not on man, yeah. amen, but on sin through Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so now we have an arbitrator, we have um, an in-between, amen, between God and man. So we pray to God, you know. Um, in Jesus' name. The Holy Spirit is now here to help us. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And uh, he has, so the Holy Spirit has insight. 1 Corinthians 2, 10 and 11 says, But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So it says the Spirit searches. For what man knows the things of man um, except the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And and I, I love, you know, Jesus even when he was talking, and he was talking about what he could do on earth. He said, I can do nothing but by my Father. Right Amen. And so just as Jesus, you know, if Jesus could do nothing, if he didn't come on his own authority but his Father's authority, we don't come on our own authority. We don't have no power in and of ourselves. It's all the power from the Lord. Amen. Amen. And so it says that that the Spirit of God knows the, the, the things of God. So he has insight. He has knowledge. Amen. He has intellect. Romans 8.27 says, Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So again... Just like Jesus came on earth preaching according to the will of God, the Holy Spirit makes intercession for the saints, for us, amen, he prays for us, according to God's will. And we know God's will is always good, we know that God's will is always perfect, amen. Just like God doesn't have anything bad planned for us, the Holy Spirit 
isn't going to lead us astray. He's not going to try to lead us somewhere to get us into trouble or to teach us a lesson, different things like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Amen. Right. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, the Holy Spirit is going to be as powerful in our lives as we let him be. <clears throat> you know, we, the Holy Spirit is the one that does it, mm-hmm. but we're the ones that allow him to do it. Right. Amen. The Holy Spirit is not going to move in your life if you don't allow him to move in your life. That's right. Amen. And that's really what it's about, is that we don't have, um, you know, we don't have capacity by ourselves. Like Paul says, you know, I, um, Apollos watered, or Apollos planted, I watered, God gets the increase. Amen. amen. He needs laborers, we labor for him, yeah. amen, but it's all because of him that we can do that, yeah. amen. So the Holy Spirit will be as powerful as we let him be in our lives. That doesn't mean if we don't let him move in us, his power is diminished. Is still there. The power of the Holy Spirit never goes away. Right? It's just that how are we going to let him? Ephesians 1.18 says um, that the eyes of your understanding, so Paul's praying for the Ephesians, the eyes of their understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Okay, so so we see that in verse 19, that there's an exceeding greatness of his power. Amen? An exceeding greatness. It, it's not just great, but it exceeds greatness of his power towards us who believes. According to the working of his mighty power, which first he, it says he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. So the power of the Holy Spirit was seen when Jesus raised from the dead. Amen? And seated, in him, seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion in every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. So, so the power of the Holy Spirit is higher than any circumstance that we can face. Amen. It's higher than anything that tries to exalt itself above God. Amen. It's higher than any, than any medical expense. It's higher than any um, diagnosis. Amen. It's higher than any, you know, if you feel like you're being oppressed or attacked by Satan, it's higher than that. Amen. Amen. So any, in any situation, when we, when we draw on the power of the Holy Spirit, we always know that it's going to trump whatever you're dealing with. Yeah. Amen. Whatever attack the enemy is trying to, trying to bring towards you. Amen. Yeah. <clears throat> Not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. So this is a generational thing. Yep. That's why... We have the power through the Holy Spirit to break generational curses. Amen. Because it's not only in our own age, it's not only in this time period, but it's also for our children and our children's children and our children's children's children. Amen. So, so it's again, it's not because of us, because of the power of the Holy Spirit, generational curses can be broken. Amen. And can be easily broken. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So if we're more than... Think of, think of some of the, the different conquests throughout the ages. And some of them were easy, some of them were hard. But if we're more than a conqueror, amen, then it's not hard for God to do, to conquer those fears, amen, to conquer those, those generational things that, you know, diabetes or, or you know, um, alcoholism or whatever it is, amen. So it's, it's not a hard thing, it's just drawing on the power, amen. And sometimes, we, you know, we need to know, Pastor Dave always says, if you don't know who the enemy is, you're not going to defeat the enemy. Right. Amen. So it's also we have to know who the enemy is. Yep. 
but it says in this age, but also now which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church. Amen. So this power, this exceedingly great power that comes from the Lord, from you know, the Holy Spirit, it says that he gave him to be head over all things to the church. Amen. And so what is, you know, as far as as far as being members in particular, I mean, each member serves a purpose. Amen. So if, if we didn't have ears, it'd be hard to hear, wouldn't it? I mean, if we didn't have a nose, it'd be hard to smell. Amen. We still have to do these things as a nose. The nose has to smell. Oh, yeah, I can I can smell that. I can sniff. I can whatever. Right. So there needs to be action on our part. Amen. But it says it gave head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Amen. And so another thing that's really interesting in this in this verse is head over all things to the church, which is his body. So it says we're, we're his body. Yeah. Amen. The church is his body, which is his body, which is the fullness of him. Amen. We fulfill the Lord. Amen. The fullness of him who fills all in all. So without, you know, Jesus and the Holy Spirit can do anything in our lives. Amen. But it's saying right here that in order for the Holy Spirit to move and the power to move on the earth, it does take us. You know, we're kind of we're just as Jesus is the missing piece, the big piece in our life. We're a missing piece if we're not plugging into the different things that we need to do. Amen. And so we want to make sure that we do that. Amen. And, And. the Lord, you know, it says without faith is impossible to please God. Well, we can't see the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit's like the wind. We can't see it, but we have faith that he's there. Amen. Amen. And I keep saying it, but he. We can't see him, but we have faith that he's there. Yes. Amen. Yep. So the power comes from God. Amen. It came through Jesus Christ and it's shown through us by the Holy Spirit. Acts 1.5 says, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit, not many days from now. Right. Amen. The Holy Spirit being in us, you know, and there's there's kind of three levels. The Holy Spirit being in us, you know, receiving the Holy Spirit and being baptized in the Holy Spirit are different things. You know, there's three there's kind of three levels of, of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. When, we, when excuse me, when we become a Christian, the Holy Spirit is in us. Jesus said that when He went away, the Father would send a Helper to be with us and in us. Amen. So He's not talking about you know, receiving the Holy Spirit or getting baptized in the Holy Spirit. He's just saying when we become a Christian, when we're a believer, the Holy Spirit is in us. First Corinthians three sixteen and seventeen says, Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Yeah. Amen. So I, how many would agree that all Christians are the temple of God? Amen. Whether we can whether we pray in the Spirit or not. Mm-hmm. Amen. Every Christian is a temple of the of the Holy God and the Spirit of God dwells in us. If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Amen. So so we have holiness. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us. Yes. Paul tells them that the Spirit of God lives in them. So even if somebody isn't baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, doesn't mean they don't have the Holy Spirit. Right. Amen. That's the thing is every believer has access to this power. Amen. Amen. Every, every believer has access to that. Amen. And not everybody's talking to the Corinthians. Not everybody in, in the Corinthian church spoke in tongues. Because it says in chapter 14, verse 5 of the same book, Paul says, I wish all of you spoke in tongues. Yeah. So we know that there were some that did it, right? So he was saying that you have the Holy Spirit because you're believers, not because you can speak in tongues. 
Amen. Then there are those that have received the Holy Spirit. In John 20, 21 and 22, it says, Jesus said to them again, Peace to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. So they already believed on the, their death and resurrection. I mean, he had already shown himself to them. So, you know, except for Thomas, who wasn't, I don't think he was there at the time. But they had already, they saw him, they believed. Amen. They were, they were saved. But then it says that he breathed on them and they received the Holy Spirit. So by faith they received the Holy Spirit, but did not yet speak in tongues until the day of Pentecost. You know, there's stories, I'm reading a book, um, God's Generals, or I read a, read, a book, read a book, and where, um, I think it was Smith Wigglesworth or his wife, received the Holy Spirit, excuse me, knew that he had this power just inside him ready to burst, but still hadn't spoken in tongues. And there's many yesteryear ministers in the, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, back when, you know, the Holy, because... The Church of Acts, you know, there was a diminishing of the Holy Spirit. You know, people weren't allowing the Holy Spirit to use them as much as in Acts. And, and just little by little, it was almost forgotten. The whole, he was almost forgotten. The Holy Spirit was almost forgotten in people's lives. And then this, this age came where the Holy Spirit starts ministering to people. They start getting filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues. Amen. So you can receive the Holy Spirit, but not yet have the evidence of speaking in tongues. Amen. It's like a gift. If somebody gives you a gift, you have a choice to receive it. Yeah. Amen. So when we become when we become born again, it's a gift that's been given. It's the gift of salvation. Right. Amen. Yeah. And we've been given the gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. But if you have the gift, maybe you haven't received it yet. Then if you choose, you know, if you choose to, you can receive it. So if if Angeline gives me a gift for Christmas, you know, if I, you know, I can reject it. Or I can receive, I'll probably receive it if she gives me a gift. But I can receive that gift. Amen. Now it's in my possession. I know it's mine. I'm, I'm wondering what it is. Amen. Amen. And then, uh, and then you open it up and you use it. Yep. Amen. And praying in the Spirit is when you open up that gift of the Holy Spirit and start using the Holy Spirit in your life. Kenneth Hagin said that, that the times when he saw the most miracles is when he was praying in the Spirit. When he started praying in the Spirit, and when he, when he made that a goal and a purpose of his life, to pray in the Spirit, that, he said, the, the windows just opened up. Amen. And that's what the Lord wants to do, do in our lives. Amen. Every believer is at one of these three stages. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is either at level one on the inside of them, level two, been received into their life and they're walking by the Spirit, or level three, having the evidence of it with speaking in tongues and really allowing the full potential of the Holy Spirit to work in our lives. Amen? Yeah. And the great thing is, is that speaking in tongues is for everyone. Amen? Amen. It's not, it's not uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about it later, but in Corinthians when it talks about the, um, the, uh, the different kind of tongues or the gifts of tongues, yeah. you know, in the interpretation, that's different than just in our prayer life, being able to pray to the Holy Spirit and or speak, in, speak in tongues and pray to the Father in a perfect language, that's our own language that the Lord knows and He understands from us. Amen? And so, uh, you know, we really want to allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives, the full potential, having the fullness of what God wants for us. In 1 Corinthians 4.18, Paul says, I thank my God I speak with, tongue, with tongues more than you all. Amen? Which, which says that, okay, everybody can have this gift of speaking in tongues. In Acts 2, all 120 in the upper room were filled with the Holy Spirit. Yep. 
Amen. If it was a, a fractions thing or only certain people, then that wouldn't have happened. Right. Amen. Today, though, I want to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit. So that was a lot. You know, I just I wanted to go through some different things about the Holy Spirit. But um, I really want to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit is capable of, what's the Holy Spirit capable of. And the answer is everything. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And I've said it before. He knows everything about everything. Yep. Amen. He's the best. He's the best. Uh, he's the best auto mechanic. Amen. He's the best child care provider. Amen. Any question that we have, we can go to the Holy Spirit and He'll let us know um, what needs to happen. Amen. And that doesn't mean we don't go to doctors and we don't go, you know. But but if we have a problem, if we have an issue, and and we just want to fix it, Amen. Go to the Holy Spirit. He should be the one we go to first, anyways. Amen. First thing, when we get a bad report or whatever, thank you, Jesus. Amen. The, the password into the presence of God is thanksgiving. Amen. Yeah. Enter his courts with praise. So we yeah. praise him, we thank him, we go to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay, what, what's next? Amen. And so, and so he, he leads us and he guides us through those things. Um, there's no limit to his power. Amen. Which means there's no limit to the power that works on, si- on the inside of us. Yeah. Amen. So if there's no limit to his power and he's in us, and there's no limit to what we can do, the Holy Spirit can do through us. Amen? We just read in Acts 1.5 that Jesus said they will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And the result of that is in uh, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. And it says in Acts 1.8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem. So the power of the Holy Spirit is, is so that we can be witnesses to him, amen. That we can be witnesses for him in Jerusalem, amen. In our local town, yep. in Judea, maybe the state of South Dakota, yep. you know, and then uh, in Samaria, you know, the the nation, and then to the world, amen. To all, to the end of the earth, yep. and doesn't 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 mean that we have to go. In, you know, nowadays you don't have to go. You don't have to go somewhere to have an impact in that part of the world. Right. I mean, with technology and the different things. You can have an impact for the rest of the world right from your own home, right on your computer. Amen? Yeah. And praise God for that. Yeah. Amen? We serve a smart God. Amen. You know, he knew, that, he knew that this was going to be available to us eventually, yeah. right? Yeah. Amen? The Internet, too, is kind of, you know, Pastor Dave says that, you know, money is amoral. You know, so it's not bad, it's not good if it's just sitting there. Yeah. The Internet is amoral. Amen? It, yeah. It's not bad if it's just sitting there, you know? And it's not being used. It's yep. it's the internet, right? But we can choose to use it for good or use it use it for something else, right? That's right. Very true. Good. Amen. But that's the primary reason for this power, is that we can be witnesses witnesses to Him. Amen. Amen. Why does a lamp have a power cord? Amen. It needs to be plugged into a power source. The only way that it's going to shine its light is with a power cord. I mean, the only way that we're going to shine for Jesus is with the power cord of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And because we have the Holy Spirit in us, we can shine for Jesus. No matter what level we're on with the Holy Spirit, we can shine for Jesus in any situation. Amen. The only way we can shine our light is with the power of the Holy Spirit. Part of that witness that we have is through signs and wonders as well. So, you know, it's not, I'm not diminishing signs and wonders because they're, you know, it says that signs and wonders should follow us as believers. Amen. In uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11, they talk about the different gifts. But it says, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. 
There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Amen. Notice that, that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for my profit, just for my profit, so I can look good. No, for the profit of everybody. Amen. Again, it doesn't matter who gets the credit. It's for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. I love, uh, I, was re- I was listening to Keith Moore, and he was talking about um, these verses here. But he said, he said, uh, you know, when we get a word from the Lord, you know, some people like to talk too much about, you know, just and just kind of, and then you get into like your own feelings. And he says, notice it says a word of knowledge, not a sentence of knowledge. Amen. But, it, you know, I, I just I just thought just kind of thought of that. It's funny because, you know, it is true. There's sometimes we might just get a word. And if you get a word, it doesn't mean that you're not spiritual. Amen. It doesn't mean that, oh, well, I must not be able to handle more. Oh, Lord's only given me a word. That's all he's promised is a word. <laughs> if he gives you more, that's great. Praise God. Amen. A little rabbit trail there. Another, the word of knowledge to the same spirit, to another, faith by the same spirit, to another, gift of healings by the same spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, discerning of spirits, to another, different kind of tongues, and to another, interpretation, interpretation of tongues, but one in the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So you notice the theme, where, where do all these things come from? The Holy Spirit, Amen. Capital S, Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, all these things, and these are signs and wonders, amen, having a word of knowledge about somebody, maybe about somebody's past, that is a sign and a wonder, amen, that physically we can't do that, it's only supernatural, amen, and it says that he he distributes to each one individually as he wills, wills. so all these things can be done through anyone at any time as the Holy Spirit wills, amen, I think another teaching that people like to go off on is, well, you know, if you don't have the, you know, if you're not, you know, in the gift of healing all the time, then you don't have, you know, then the Lord can't give you a gift of healing, right? And then people think, okay, this avenue is for these people, this avenue is for these people. But it says that, that the Holy Spirit um, puts these and gives these to people as he wills. Yeah. Amen. So it doesn't just mean that if you've never gotten one, who was it? Uh, Heidi Baker, right? Who, who prayed for a hundred blind people, right. and not one received their sight. And she could have given up, and she could have said, well, I guess I guess the Lord doesn't have the gift of healing for me, right? She could have given up, and she could have said, well, you know, so-and-so over here, they've seen just miraculous things. I haven't seen anything in the case of healing the blind. Hmm. And she could have given up, but what happened? She continued to persist, and the Lord, you know, as he wills, I mean, he distributes these gifts to us, yeah. Amen. I believe that while some people walk in a particular one of these more than others, it's available to every believer as the Holy Spirit distributes. Amen? And then notice in verse 7, like I said, that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Amen? God's not a respecter of persons. Amen? He, you know, He doesn't care who gets the credit, just like we shouldn't care who gets the credit. Amen? So those who do do things are more often... You know, the gifts of the healing and, and tongues interpretation, it doesn't mean that they're more favored by God. Right. Amen. It's just that we all have, all have different jobs for the kingdom. Yep. 
And we shouldn't want these things just because it makes us look good, but for the profit of the kingdom. Amen. It's about our heart. Amen. Yeah. One thing that's always amazing to me is, you know, you think of, you know, so Malachi ends in the Old Testament, and then there's all these hundreds of years of where it doesn't look like the Lord's doing anything. You know, it just skips right to Matthew. And I think, and I think, wow, that's, that's interesting. But then even in Matthew, when, when, when Jesus meets the guy by the, by the pool, and he, and he said, every day somebody gets down there before me to get healed. Isn't that amazing? Even in a time when the Pharisees and the Sadducees were running rampant across, across the, the Jewish religion, every, every time that somebody, every day that somebody went down into the pool, or was it every week, uh, went down to the pool, they would get healed before this guy. Yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? That's the power of the Lord. Yeah. Amen. But we don't, it's hard to think of it. It's like, it's like, okay, when Jesus came, that's when miracles started happening again. Well, no. Miracles have been happening for three or four hundred years. Oh, yeah. okay. Amen. Yeah. Things have been happening, but it, it got familiar to them. Didn't it? It got a little familiar to them. I think that's just amazing. He's such, he's such a faithful God. He's such a graceful God, isn't he? Hallelujah. So the things in verse 4, another thing, um, now these things in, in verse 4 through 10 are spiritual things, not natural things. So some people like to credit, well, you know, a gift of healings. Well, you know, we have doctors and nurses and, and they help heal people or medicines, they help heal people or um, gift of tongues. You know, yeah, people can learn different languages or gift of knowledge. You know, people can learn a lot and be really smart and have a lot of wisdom. But this isn't what that's talking about. Right. And that's all good stuff. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, it's good if somebody has the ability to learn other languages really quickly. But, you know, those are great things. But the Bible is talking here about supernatural things. Amen. Not natural things. Notice that none of these can be done without the Holy Spirit. Amen. All of these after it, it just talks about how these are given by the Holy Spirit. Right. Amen. So you have doctors and nurses that aren't saved, right? Yeah. Does that mean that you know the Holy, they don't have the Holy Spirit inside of them, right? So if, if, that's, if it's only natural, then the Holy Spirit, it wouldn't matter if the Holy Spirit was in it or not. Amen. But the Holy Spirit are in these things. And the Holy Spirit chooses who to distribute to at any given time. Yeah. John 3, 5 through 8 says that, um, compares the Holy Spirit to the wind. Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and of the Spirit... He could not enter the kingdom of God that uh, that which is born of the flesh is flesh and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. I mean, so we don't always know when these things are going to be distributed to us. You know, sometimes, you know, there, I'm sure there's been times in everybody's you know, walk with the Lord that you prayed for somebody for healing and that healing didn't come for whatever reason. The manifestation, he's already been healed, but the manifestation didn't come for whatever reason. Amen. Um, But we got to be ready if we want to take advantage of the Holy Spirit working on the inside of us. We might not understand it, but we still want to be ready. Because there might be a day where the Holy Spirit, you know, (laughs) he blows your direction and he says, okay, I want you to heal this person. In my name. I want you to go do this in my name. Amen? Yeah. And so it's important to be ready, to stay ready. Amen. Amen. For many people, the Holy Spirit's power lays dormant because they don't know that they can exercise the power. Very true. Or they're not ready when the Holy Spirit's ready to use them. 
Amen. So we want to be, we one, it's important to know, hey, I have, I have the Holy Spirit, the power that created the heavens and the earth living on the inside of me. Amen. And, and I, I can do exploits, amen, through the Holy Spirit and, and be a witness to people in my town, in my state, amen, in the world, amen. Hallelujah. We don't want to be the group of believers saying we didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. Amen. We want to be very familiar with who the Holy Spirit is in our life. And like I said, we can be personal with the Holy Spirit. We can talk to Him. Amen. We can bounce ideas off of Him. Amen. We can talk to Him as I'm talking to you right now. Amen. And then another thing the Holy Spirit does is He gives us boldness. Amen. And that's only through the power of the Holy Spirit. It says in Acts 1 that we will receive power from the Holy Spirit, to be witnesses around the world. So we want to be bold, a bold witness for Jesus, and as we ask, he'll give us visible boldness. People, will, If you have boldness in the Holy Spirit, people will notice that you have boldness in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. But we do need to ask for it. Paul himself said that he was unmatched in zeal when he was persecuting Christians. It doesn't look like that zeal left any when he was a believer, amen, when he was going for the Lord, amen. But he still asked for boldness. Ephesians 6:17, he's talking about the the armor of uh, um, the armor of God. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, and for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Amen. So. You can never have too much boldness and too much zeal for the Lord. Amen. And Paul, throughout, you know, throughout the whole Bible, he just he had just this zeal. There was nothing that was going to stop Paul from preaching the, the gospel. Yeah. Even when his, his fellow colleagues were telling him, you know, you shouldn't go, you shouldn't go here. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't go to Jerusalem. You know, and he said, even if I have to die, I'm going to go and preach the gospel in Jerusalem. Yeah. He had a zeal. He didn't care. Amen. But he still asked for boldness. Hallelujah. Let's look at the story of Peter and John. In Acts 4.8, um, it says, so they, they go by, this guy's wanting something from them, wanting some money from them. And, or no, sorry, that's, that's, anyway, that's a different verse. I don't know why I was thinking. Okay. No, it is the same verse. So that happens, and then the rulers, and they talk to, to Peter and John. And then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and the people, the elders of Israel. And so it was because he was filled with the Holy Spirit that Peter was able to confront the rulers. Amen? Because it says that he was filled with the Holy Spirit, and then he was able to confront the rulers. So we go down to Acts 4.13, and it says, so after he got done speaking, it says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled, and they realized they had been with Jesus. Amen? When we speak to people about the word, they we wanted them to recognize that we have been with Jesus. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. They saw the boldness. It was a visible boldness. They saw that, yeah, these guys maybe didn't go to school, but they have power. They know what they're saying. They believe in what they're saying. Amen? So then after that, the chief priests, the rulers, told them not to speak in the name of Jesus. They threatened them. They let them go. Amen. They couldn't do anything against them because they saw the healing. Right. Everybody saw the healing, and so they couldn't do anything. They, 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 could, not let, they could not hold them. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
So when they let him go, what did they see? They saw the power of the Holy Spirit working in them. Amen. But the priests couldn't discern it. They didn't know what it was. You know, you would think if they if they knew it was the Holy Spirit and it's, it was from God, you know, and and they knew without a shadow of a doubt, then they probably you, you would hope they would rejoice, right? Unless you're born again, you cannot see. Right. Yeah. Unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Exactly. Amen. Romans 8 9 says, But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, not, now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. Amen. To walk in the Spirit is to walk in confidence that you serve a powerful God. Amen. So then, as we go through, so then Peter and John went back to their friends and told them all of what happened, and they began to pray. And Acts 4 29 says, uh, through 31. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they prayed, they placed where they were, the place where they assembled began to shake. Together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they all spoke the word of God with boldness. Amen. So you see this story unravel and the, the power of the Holy Spirit to heal, and then the power of the Holy Spirit, the boldness for Peter to speak, amen, to the rulers and to the elders of the Jewish, of the Jewish people. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And then that, that it was so powerful, it was so bold, that they couldn't do anything except for threaten them. They had to let them go. Right. Amen. And then we see here that, that they go back. And it's, it's really important when something happens, when the Lord does something through you, tell somebody about it. Amen. Because what does it do? It strengthens their faith too. Yeah. I mean, when I heard about uh, Mirtab and, and the wreck that he was in in Sioux Falls, but then just hear about his miraculous recovery, I mean, that excited me. That yeah. gave me a, that it renewed, you know, it just renewed my faith in what yeah. the Lord says. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. We're not supposed to go by what we see, but, but when we see it can be really powerful yeah. <laughs> too. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Right. You know, now he's in rehab and everything. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So go, when the Lord does something through you or through your ministry, go tell somebody. Yes. Amen. Not to brag on yourself, yep. amen, but to brag on the Lord. Amen. 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 I think sometimes, you know, Christians are trying to be so humble that they don't want to, they don't want to per- people to perceive that it was them that did it. You know, yeah. Yeah. Christians can be so humble that, that some of the good things that the Lord is doing in their life doesn't get out. Yeah. But he wants us to, he wants us to tell. Amen. amen. I think of I think of the the gospels and and you know how the Lord commissioned them to to write the gospels. Yeah. Amen. And the only way they could do that, you know, most of the things that are written aren't things that they saw in the spirit or saw um the Lord just gave them something and they wrote it down. No, a lot of it was eyewitness testimony. Right. Amen. A lot of it they saw with their own eyes. Right. Amen. And so what they need to do? Well, I need to tell somebody about this. <laughs> I want to tell the world about this. So they wrote it down. Amen. Yep. Same thing when the Lord, the Lord is still working today, Amen. just as he was in the gospel, just as he was in the book of Acts. Amen. Yeah. It's important to tell people what God is doing Amen. in your life. Amen. Not so that we can be glorified, but so that he can be glorified. Yes. Amen. Amen. So that faith can continue to spread. Yep. So that revival can happen, not just in our own lives. Amen. Yep. But in in the lives of the people in our sphere of influence. Yes. I mean, because we all have a sphere, a sphere of influence. Yes, we do. Amen. 
there, you, everybody here has somebody that when you talk to them, they're going to listen. Yep. Amen. They're, they're going to respond because they know this guy or this person yep. knows what he's talking about. This guy has a conviction of what he's talking about. Yep. Amen. Yep. When, we, when we speak the word of God, when we witness to people, won't, we want people to say, well, that guy believes what he's saying. <laughs> Amen. There's no no shaking that person, right? Amen. Amen. And what is it? It's, it is it is again through the power of the Holy Spirit we can do these things. Amen. When someone is bold, it means they believe in what they're saying. I mean, there's not a doubt in their mind that what they're saying is true. The Bible says, "I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of salvation unto those who believe." Amen. And so it's it's. Our testimony, the, the gospel, and, and Pastor Dave says it all the time, we might be the only Bible somebody reads. Right. Amen. So we're the gospel. We're the good news to them. Amen? That's right. So if we're the good news and we're not ashamed of the gospel, we should be speaking it out whenever yes. we get the chance. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> While we're waiting for the trumpet to sound, we should, we should speak it out. Yes. Amen. Because it's coming. The day's coming where we're not going to have the opportunity. Either Jesus is going to come back or we're going to die. Right? Yep. We're all we're all terminal. That's right. Pastor Dave says yep. we're all terminal. Yep. Amen. So as we want to we want to uh, affect as many people as we can yes. in the little time that we have here yes. on earth. Amen. Right. Yes. Thank Hallelujah. Thank you. When we speak about the things of God boldly, it's evident to others that we believe in what we are saying. Yes. And because we serve an all powerful God with the can do anything Holy Spirit on the inside of us, Amen. It's a recipe for disaster against the enemy. Yep. Amen. Amen. The enemy cannot do anything against us Amen. when we have the Holy Spirit. We are more than conquerors. Amen. Right. Amen. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That's right. Amen. Remember, when we speak the word, you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. You have the Holy Spirit on your side. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So don't be timid. We don't want to be timid to call on the Holy Spirit to help you say what you need to say or what you need to do. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. We don't want to be timid. It says that we can come boldly to the throne room of grace. And so boldly we can come to the Lord and say, Lord, I need help. I, you know, we can't do anything on our own. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So when we come boldly to the throne room of grace. Amen. We can get that, uh, whatever it is, that word of knowledge. Amen. Yeah. We can get that, we can get that uh, gift of healing. Amen. That word of prophecy that somebody needs. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And so just remember that as you, just, as you go about your week, just remember that, you're not alone. You're not walking this world alone. Amen. But you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that wants to help you. He wants to show his power through you. Amen. Yes. And he wants Amen. to be with you. He wants to heal. Yes. He wants to set people free. Amen. He wants to show the love of Jesus through you. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, Father, we just thank you for uh, your word. We thank, thank you, you for your power and the inside of us thank running you. through us, Father. We thank you that we can do great things by the Holy Spirit into people's lives, Father. And it's not for us. It's for your kingdom. It's to be a witness to people, Father. We know that your will is that nobody perishes, but everyone comes in all the knowledge of the truth. Lord, so that's our will. We want to align our will with yours, Lord. And we just thank you. I thank you for blessings on everybody here tonight. That As they go through their week, Lord, that they'll have opportunities to witness and to minister in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. They can do so boldly, Lord, that we are all ambassadors of Jesus Christ. We give you praise and honor and all glory and power in Jesus' name.
Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If anybody needs prayer tonight, you can come on up and Angeline and I will be happy to pray with you. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.